Welcome to the Dotcom Magazine Entrepreneur Spotlight Series, where your host, Andy Jacob, interviews leading entrepreneurs, founders, and CEOs about their incredible companies and discusses their unique entrepreneurial journeys. If you're the CEO or founder of an exciting and exceptional company, the editorial team of Dotcom Magazine welcomes you to pitch your business story to appear on this exciting interview series by reaching out to Mr. Jacob at Dotcom Magazine at dotcommagazine.com. And without further ado, here is another amazing entrepreneurial story on the Dotcom Magazine Entrepreneur Spotlight Series. Hello, everyone. Andy Jacob here with the Dotcom Magazine Entrepreneur Spotlight Series. I have a very fascinating show today. You know, at the Dotcom Magazine Entrepreneur Spotlight Series, we get so many people reaching out to us and they say, hey, you know, you talk so much about entrepreneurship and you talk so much about business and you talk so much about how to improve a business and the types of people you need to bring in to help you improve your business, to take it to the next level, to 10X your business. What about the numbers? What about accounting? What do we do with our, with our system to make sure that we have the best accounting, the best accounting software? How do we manage at the end of the month? How do we reconcile all of our accounts into one neat sort of bow to make sure that the CEO and founder knows what's going on at the company. And, and I've been able to invite Ms. Shagun Malhotra. And Shagun is the CEO and founder of SkyStem. And you've probably heard about SkyStem. I'm so excited to have Shagun on the, on, the, on the phone, on the series, on the video spotlight series, because she's going to tell us exactly what her company can do for you, but more importantly, what you need to do with your company from a financial standpoint to make sure you're ready to really tackle this amazingly beautiful entrepreneurial world that we're all involved with. So, Shagun, thank you so much for coming on the Dotcom Magazine Entrepreneur Spotlight Series today. Thank you. It's such a great thing you're doing for entrepreneurs. We appreciate it. Shagun, what you've been able to do at SkyStem is absolutely amazing. You are the visionary behind the product and the user experience. The testimonials are amazing. You have so many people using the system. Before we get into it, let's pull the lens back to 30,000 feet and tell us about SkyStem. So SkyStem was founded and triggered by an assignment that I had. I'm a CPA. I spent a lot of time um, in Fortune 50 companies and when you look at them and how they're doing their work and automation was not available at the time, uh, it just triggered me to figure it out and, you know, create a system. Um, you know, what they call an accidental entrepreneur. I'm an accidental one because I really love my jobs, but this is something that we're just crying out. Um, what we do is help uh, companies automate their month and close, which includes balance sheet reconciliation, close checklist, your balance sheet flux analysis, PL variance analysis, all the little nitty gritty stuff that goes on behind the scenes that nobody gets to see. But this is what lets you have your accurate numbers and be compliant with audit and any other regulations that are out there for financial you know, books. 
Shagoon, this makes all the sense in the world because this is like the nitty gritty part of the accounting. This is the part that really separates those successful companies from the companies that really have challenges. And at the end of the month, your system really puts together a nice, neat package for the CEO, founder, the C-suite executives to, to be able to understand what's happening and make sure that they can go to bed at night knowing that things are really ticked and tied, if you will. So let's talk about that because you've got an, a vast experience as a, as a CPA. Uh, you really have been able to take your experience and put it into this amazing user experience for your clients at, Sty at, at SkyStem, which I really, really love. So what types of clients reach out to you? Shagoon, who, who says to you, hey, you know, we need this system. We've heard about the system. Their testimonials are amazing. Everybody's raving about it, talking about it. What types of companies reach out and say, hey, we want the system? I mean, we target mid-sized companies because they usually have the same requirements that large companies do, but they have a leaner staff. They have a, a smaller budget. They don't want to spend lots of dollars in consulting and having, you know, out, out, of, uh, uh, out of house consultants coming in and spending their dollars. Um, it's because our software is really very easy to implement. And I think we, we market it that way. So the people who come are the ones who want technology, are tech savvy usually, understand the benefits of automation and know how much insightful reporting that they're going to get out of it, which is what the senior level execs want. I love it. Now, Shagun, you call it the art system. And I love that so much because, you know, it resonates for me because, you know, accounting, while it's, you know, it's all the numbers and everything has to be T's crossed and I's dotted and everything sort of, you know, measures out at the end of the month. I love the fact that also, you know, there, there's an artistic piece to it, uh, maybe a little bit. So let's talk about that. How did you come up with the name and why uh, is, is that a moniker for something else? And tell us about that. Well, the name of the company actually is the beginning. So SkyStem means a view from the sky to the stem, you know, of the, of a plant. Um, and art was originally um, account reconciliation tool, but it grew so much more, it went beyond that. So then it just became art. And there is an art in how you do your work. I know it looks like there's black and white numbers and there are, but the way you do things and how you get to accomplish what you do in an efficient and better manner is art. <laughs> I love it. I love it. That's so great. It's so great. Now, you know, when we think of the art system, it really eliminates a lot of problems for companies. It eliminates a lot of a lot of excess work, a lot of overtime hours. Tell us how it kind of consolidates and makes the accounting program for a company more efficient. Well, you know, in the in in the old times, uh, everything was paper binders, and actually, it still is in many many companies today. So, you know. Uh, uh, Balance sheet reconciliation is the last line of defense. So you really have to get that right before you file with the SEC or your bankers or whoever. So traditionally what happens is that you get your general ledger ending balances. You give them to everybody, whoever is responsible for those accounts. They go into Excel, they type up their stuff, they print it out, they give it to their boss, they sign it, it's all bindered. And then it's all wrapped up and ready for the auditors to come. Um, which as you can imagine, the larger the company, the more the accounts, the more of a headache it is. Um, to do that. And also you have to maintain evidence of review and control so that the auditors, you know, pass you. 
So what art does is it takes all this data. I mean, initially, like I said, the general ledger ending reconciliation numbers, uh, ending balances numbers, and it brings it into art and basically you do everything online. So what that does is it allows you to have constant uh, uh, insight into what is happening in real time because this is a service in the cloud. Um, as soon as you hit save, everything is updated. Anybody can look at it anywhere on the beach or in an airport, it doesn't matter. Um, so that happened and that allows you to take all that data that used to be in Excel and all disseminate it all over the place and give you actual dashboarding and reporting, which is, you know, which is, which is great. Other thing that we do is we have rules that are set in there for behavior um, that if the accounts behave in a certain manner, then they will auto reconcile, which, you know, in, in the accounting world, I don't want to get too technical. There are accounts that have predictable behaviors and you don't have to go through this, this iteration again and again to you know, review it and prepare it and all that. So it eliminates up to, we've had customers experience up to 40% reduction in their volume of accounts, which is huge, you know? Um, and also the, the, the satisfaction that you actually know where everything is instead of having somebody compile it. By the time you finish compiling it, it's already old, right? Because people are working and it's, it's happening. Um, another thing that I think CFOs didn't used to have before was the fact that, you know, CFOs, CFOs would just ask their controllers, like, you know, where are we at? you know, pop in and ask a question. But now they don't have to ask the question. They just have to log in. And CFOs are typically a little bit more removed from the day-to-day, but they still want to know the numbers are right because that's what they're signing off on, especially for public companies. So um, that gives them that insight. And they can also certify their balance sheet online, which is great. Everything has an audit trail. Um, auditors get into the system. They pull the data. Nobody's now compiling all binders and uh, files for auditors anymore. It's a... It's a huge time saver and a peace of mind, like you said earlier. It's such a great comprehensive program. You've taken the complex and you've made it very simple. And, you know, when we think about it, Shagoon, there's there's going to be younger entrepreneurs watching the show, maybe people with smaller companies. I know you work a lot with the midsize to larger companies. Yeah. But from a, put, I want you to put your CPA cap on just for a minute for the younger entrepreneurs and the people that are just starting out and maybe have a smaller company. What are some of the things that those, you know, CEOs and founders really should be thinking about in terms of their accounting or their processes and their numbers? Is there something you can simplify with your years of experience that you can bring to the table to sort of get them thinking in the right way? So as their company becomes larger, they're sort of ready to go. Well, I mean, you know, obviously I would recommend automation. There's all levels of automation that you can do. You don't have to be of a certain size to um, use automation, right? I mean, you may not be big enough to use something like art, but there's other things like QuickBooks and don't, don't, uh, don't think you're going to remember things, right? Don't look at your bank account and think you know what came in and what, what leaves and that's expenses and your revenue. Um, I think the biggest thing is to start organizing your chart of accounts. You have a vision for what you're going to be and to start to make it very organized. I think what happens is when you grow and you have a, especially when you have accelerated growth, your your numbers get really messed up because you are just not able to catch up. So if you just imagine, I mean, you should, you know, like they say, think big. If you just imagine what you would be, you just kind of organize a chart of accounts like that, at least from a, you know, month and close and reconciliation perspective. And as you move forward, um, you'll have a much easier time catching up when you grow, which I hope everyone does. Wow, that's fantastic. You have a passion not only for accounting and not only for the software and not only for your business, but one thing that really caught our eye about you that we're very excited about and 
one of the reasons why we just love having you on the show is you also have this passion about entrepreneurship. And a matter, as a matter of fact, you've been a speaker for Fast Track, which is a Kauffman Foundation program. We know the Kauffman Foundation. We've had the uh, wonderful experience of having them on our show, and they are a wonderful, wonderful uh, uh, organization that helps young entrepreneurs. Where does this passion come from uh, that you have about entrepreneurship? Because it's so refreshing, and the way you love to get give back to the entrepreneur community is absolutely incredible. You know, in the beginning, when you start a company, you really don't know what you're doing, and that's for pretty much anyone. And uh, everybody's journey is different. But I think one thing is probably similar for everybody is that down that path at different points, you get these angels, as my dad calls them, and they come there out of the woodworks and they help you, right? And you don't know why they're helping you and you don't know why they chose you out. But if, you, if you're if you dedicated enough, people, you know, the universe opens to make things happen. And that's one of them. So my first few years, people were just coming out of the woodworks, helping and guiding me. And, and, you know, New York City is a very business friendly city. So there was a lot of free training and free uh, seminars and uh, just to help entrepreneurs flourish. So then I saw what other people were doing. And then you just and you enjoy it. You know, you stay young that way. You know what's coming out. Um, you're like a part of the community because after a while, when your business starts growing, you sort of lose touch with that beginning stages and that different level of excitement that used to be there. So when you keep touching it, it's kind of like it keeps you in the mix, you know? So I love doing it. I'm, I've, I've been a judge for the business fund competition for New York city for like, I don't know, eight years now. And you're always seeing new businesses come through and different ideas and different entrepreneur types, all ages, all races. It's awesome. So I love doing it. Fantastic. And obviously, obviously, you know, one thing that comes across speaking to you is that you have this not only passion for your software and the accounting system and knowing all the CPA rules and regulations and taking all this complex sort of accounting information and putting it into a into a wonderful platform for your clients that absolutely love the system. I mean, the reviews are absolutely incredible. When we think about your journey and we think about your entrepreneurial journey, Shagoon, tell us about mentorship. How important have mentors been along the way for you in terms of your journey to building this wonderful company? You know, I wish that I would have had mentors because I feel like that would have really helped. I think the 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 difficult part was that it was a very technical software. You know, it wasn't something like an Uber or LinkedIn or something that you could just explain and it would it would work. So finding a mentor came a little bit later in the game. Um, but it was this. Uh, I mean, my 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 family has been very supportive, but they don't really understand what I do. <laughs> so you know, it's 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 when you have a mentor. I feel, I guess maybe there are two types. One is trying to help you through your um, actual journey of the actual product, the technical side. And the other mentor is the person who's giving you that, you know, that strength, that resilience, that we're there for you type of mentor, right? So for that part, I had my family, I had my friends, everybody just rallied around me. I had friends who invested in the business without even knowing what it does. <laughs> um, I mean, they knew what it did, but you know, if you're not an accountant, it's difficult to kind of understand. But yeah, I mean, I would recommend if you can get a mentor, that is like the best thing to have. It really helps you during those not so great days, um, which will happen to everybody who decides to go this path, right? That's great, Shagun. And of course, you mentioned your father gave you a lot of wise advice along the way. And sometimes mentorship, you don't need to reach outside, you know, 
your family, sometimes family members or fathers or mothers or brothers and sisters or cousins or aunts and uncles can be great mentors as well. And on the entrepreneurial journey, listening to the advice of those people gets you started. And then as you progress, maybe you need mentors or other advisors that have a specialty in what you're mm-hmm. doing. But certainly this path that you've taken has been remarkable. You're an amazing entrepreneur. I'm so excited to have you on the show. I wanted to ask you about uh, your responsibility sort of to the to the community, because I know that, you, you know, when you when you reach the pinnacle of your success and when you build a business like you've been able to Sometimes you have an added responsibility to give back. And I wanted to talk to you about that. How do you feel about that? And how do you approach that? Well, you know, I really took a special interest. We discussed a little bit about, you know, how I was working with entrepreneurs and being a speaker, Um, a special interest in female entrepreneurs and female leaders, because, you know, there is a need for that. And um, I don't know what, why the market doesn't have more, but um, so I've taken a special focus. If some of the people who've come out of the, business plan competition, I've just uh, maybe not mentor, but kind of given them advice, read their business plans, help people, help people apply to incubators, um, you know, and kind of the focus has been the female, you know, side. Um, as you can tell also from our website, you know, we have, uh, there's a, a um, it's pink and it's blue. It's got like colors that are usually not typical for FinTech, right? So it's all about you know, you don't have to be a certain way. You can just, you can still be, um, you know, pink and great. I love it. You know, it is a great responsibility. And I love the fact that you've reached out and helped so many people along the way, so many women along the way in their entrepreneurial journey. When we think about younger entrepreneurs, you know, so many of them are on their path. Like, you know, we were, you know, at an earlier time, let's say, and they hit potholes in the road. They hit some obstacles. They hit some walls, perhaps, that they can't get through, or they get in the freeze frame and they freak out, Shagoon. You know, they 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 don't know maybe how to handle things. And and maybe you could talk to the entrepreneurs watching the show, maybe that are hitting this roadblock and tell them what it takes to get out the other side and what it takes to keep on pushing in the spirit of great entrepreneurship. Well, you know, as we know, everything is temporary. Nothing is going to last forever. So that moment, that day is going to pass. But, you know, one thing that got me through was uh, yoga. I mean, I'm a daily practitioner. And I think uh, the days you can't control certain things that come your your way. And the only thing that you can control is breathing. (laughs) So, you know, I... uh, you have to expect bad things. I mean, they're going to come, they're going to make you feel weak. They're going to make you doubt yourself, but it's just resilience knowing that tomorrow will be better, just like anything else. And at that moment, it just feels like it's going to last forever, but it's not. And really the biggest advice I have is stick to it. If you have something that's viable, it will happen. It just sometimes takes longer for some people than others. You know, not everybody's going to be Zuckerberg. So, yeah, yeah, that's great advice. It really will allow someone to take a deep breath, if you will, in in the yoga, in the yoga parlance and and sort of say to themselves, you know, I can get through this. This is just a momentary moment in time. Say that three times real fast. That's hard to say, Shagoon. And and then continue to push through. And, you know, maybe this balance that you have is is 
resonates for your clients as well, because they know that they're getting someone that can really think clearly, someone that really can take a deep breath and help them get through their processes that they need to get through and, and be able to put together a technology and continue to improve that technology in a way that your clients really, really love. Now, I want to talk to you about the team, because I know that you're a big believer in having a world-class team. Some of the people already on your team we've spoken with are really remarkable and amazing. You know, corporate culture starts at the top. So let's talk about that responsibility. From your perspective, what's it take to be a CEO and a founder of a company like SkyStem? And, and what's the responsibility to the people that you've hired? Because they're always watching you. They're always hearing from you. They're always communicating with you. They're always taking clues from you. Well, you know, one thing that I learned not to do from corporate was um, overwork. I was a workaholic um, and couldn't see, and I loved it. So it's not like I was a sad workaholic. I was a happy workaholic. But what you see is that, you know, time is your biggest uh, possession. And um, I think one of the things that I really enforce is having work-life balance. There is nothing is that urgent. Um, you know, unless it is, there are a few things. And in those cases, some people uh, sometimes do have to work a little bit extra. Um, and I think what I've, I would want to give is to say that be excellent in what you do, focus on what you're doing at that moment, right? Don't dilly-dally, do your X amount of hours and have a great life, you know, on the other side, because what do we work for? We should be working for, you know, having a good time, not live to work. <laughs> So, yeah, so I think that's big. That's probably my biggest message. Um, obviously, you know, there's uh, we have uh, tasks and we have deadlines and we have all the things every company has and we go through with it. But I think, you know, when you when you treat your employees that way that you care about their life, they care about you and they care about your customers. So it's kind of like a win win either way. I love it. You know, I call it the one touch principle. You know, when you have something that you touch on your desk and it's just you're looking at it, get it done. Instead of doing the paper shuffle, don't take a piece of paper, look at it, say, oh, I'll do that later. And then you take another piece of paper and you pile it on top. And then a yellow sticky note, you put it to the right side. of. When you touch something, get it done. It's the one touch principle. It makes life a lot easier and a lot simpler. And I know that that uh, you believe in getting things done in the most efficient way. Of course, as a CPA, they always do. So that's awesome. Now, Shagoon, when we think about the future, when we think about what SkyStem is going to be offering down the road, how do you get your mind around that? How do you not only stay present, that's a, you know, in the yoga term, how do you stay present with the business, but then how do you also think about a year or two or three years down the road with looking at what your clients are going to need from the perspective of your accounting software and maintaining today's look with the look of the future? You know, I never, I would have imagined this when I started the company because there was something, how do you grow? What are you going to make next? But what's magical is that your customers actually tell you. <laughs> so you have a free innovative team, um, probably about 30%. Now we have a target. We started that about a few years ago where our target on what we make is coming from what our customers say. So we have a tally, our li a list of things because they are in it. You know, they're doing it every day. So, and things are changing and laws are changing and look at what COVID did. I mean, it was so great to hear from customers that we are so relieved that we had, you know, just purchased art or because it just automatically became automated. I mean, you had to be, or I don't know how they were getting, how people were getting work done, this work done without 
automation in some way or the other, right? But um, yeah, so I feel like we're so lucky that customers just tell you what they need and you keep building. I mean, we've already built so many modules and some came directly from customers. Can't we do this? Would it be possible? Wouldn't it be great? You just listen, you know? Sometimes they're giving you constructive feedback and sometimes they're just kind of talking. You just have to hear, you know? And, and then when you hear it, you're like, you know what, here it is. And then we'll release it a few months later and they're just so excited. So yeah, the future is what the people are doing. So then we just listen. I love it, Shagoon. It makes all the sense in the world. It's really remarkable. And for the entrepreneurs watching the show, rewind what Shagoon just said, because that's really a key. That's really like a diamond that, that Shagoon just gave you is you have your customers, listen to them. They're going to tell you what they need, what they want, how they interact with your product or service. And if you just listen to them, they're going to give you clues. They're almost like a marketing team of your company because they're the ones that are telling you what they need. And if you just listen to them, then you're going to be able to figure out exactly what they need for the future and be able to give the world-class service that they both expect and deserve from either your product or offering. So that's great advice, Shagun. Thank you so much. And I think the entrepreneurs will really benefit from that little slice of, of paradise that you just gave them because that's that's really important. Now, Shagun, when we think about art, I, I want to talk about it just a little bit more. When a company reaches out to you, What's the big problem that they're having? Why are, why are they coming to you in the first place? Why do they say, hey, we need art. We've heard about it. It's fantastic. Everybody's talking about it. I was at a conference and people were talking about it. What's the problem they're having as to why they want to integrate with you? I mean, there, there varies, but a few um, I'll mention. One is they got an audit finding or the auditor said that mm, something's up and they don't want to deal with that because it's just, you know, it's not, it's not a good uh, face for the finance department. Um, so that's one. They're growing really fast. Um, they're going public very soon and they need to have their books in order. Um, they have a mandate that came down that um, they, they, they failed a regulatory, like banks go through regulatory. They're not really audits, but they're other kind of uh, uh, activities. And then they failed something or they were uh, deemed to have material weaknesses. So then they come to us. And then others is just like, you know, like when the demographics of the CFO starts changing. I mean, I'm talking about like the age and the the, the generations that they're in, they just want automation. So like, as uh, as that moves and that shifts, people just don't want to be handling paper. They want clean desks and they just want to get online. And why is this not online? So I love those because it's like, yeah, you don't have to have a bad thing happen <laughs> to do this, right? But yeah, so there's a, there's, this is a few of the, the reasons that people come to us. That's awesome, Shagun. You're a great entrepreneur. You've got a great journey. You know, you worked at some Fortune 100 companies. You learned from the inside out sort of what really the market needed. And you really responded by being the, the architect of this art program, this art software, this art system that is being lauded throughout, throughout so many companies right now. It's really, really amazing. You've taken a very broken and inefficient process and you've been able to tighten it up in a way that's so meaningful for your customers. Uh, it's a user-friendly way really to do reconciliations and it's it's so important and it's it's it, like you said it's it's crucial for 
for companies as they grow to have all of these things put together in a meaningful way for so many different reasons. So it really makes sense as a young entrepreneur to start yourself smart and straight at the beginning so that as you grow, you have everything sort of organized so that you can reach out to a company and and get, for example, the art technology uh, and and take your, your accounting to the next level. So it's really an, interesting what you're doing at SkyStem. I wanted to end our interview today. And again, I know you've only cut out so much time. You're helping so many companies. Uh, and thank you so much for coming on the show. But I wanted to end our interview, you know, talking about what gets a great entrepreneur going in the morning. You know, you mentioned you do yoga. You mentioned you have a good balance. You mentioned that you, you know, love helping uh, so many entrepreneurs, you focus in helping women entrepreneurs, you're a judge, you're a speaker, you're a, a founder, you're a CEO, you know, you're a, you're a, a trailblazer, you're a zykus, you're a, you're a shapeshifter. So when I think of you, Shagoon, what gets you going in the morning? Why do you get up out of bed? Is it, you know, is it just simply to help your customers or is there something more intrinsic about why you as a great entrepreneur get out of bed in the morning, put one foot down and get going for that day? Well, I think, yes, of course, helping our customers. But I think this is a more like philosophy of life kind of thing. I mean, every day is a is a day that you don't know what's going to happen, right? The unexpected. It's exciting. You know, I never used to be a morning person. And when I started Skystun, suddenly... Um, I would not put the blinds down. I have the blinds up. So the sun uh, awakens me, right? You just go with it. You, your, your, your clock works with the sun. And it's just exciting to not know who's going to email, who's going to give us a, a, a compliment or who's going to give us some feedback that we can make better. It's kind of like, you know, uh, creating this product is like a baby because I did it from scratch. I did it alone. I mean, coming up with the whole uh, way that it's supposed to work. And then, of course, hire developers to make it. So you, that's reason enough. It's your baby. So. I love it. I love it. Well, that is a great approach to life. It's a philosophical approach that you're going to get up every day, get up with the light and, and, and see what, see what, it, see what unfolds. You know, every day yeah. is different. Every day is interesting. Every day can be a challenge. Everybody, every day can have some challenges, but at the end of the day, you look at it through a positive viewpoint, which you become known for. And, and this is one of the things that you mentor to the other people that you speak with is, is yeah, you're going to have some tough times. And if you're not having a tough time, if you're not having a challenge or a roadblock or, or a pothole, you're not pushing hard enough. And I love that about you. And I love that about your energy and the way in which you approach things. It's remarkable what you've done at SkyStem. Congratulations. The art program is is, you know, is, is the standard. And it's just awesome to have you on the show, Shagoon. So I wanted to take a minute to thank you so much for coming on the dot-com magazine entrepreneur spotlight series. You're awesome. Thank you so much. It's been fun chatting with you. Mm -hmm.